Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know St. Patrick originally became famous for driving all the armadillos out of Ireland? Uh, huh. Really? Really. The hard part was getting all the armadillos into one of those double-decker buses. <laughs> so that makes sense. That's so a, lot, a lot of armadillos, right? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to learn more about our other podcasts and some cool merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club. The sun's going down in Bontop, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there. You're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're reading chapters 8 through 11 of Dead Reckoning, book 11 in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, Sookie exchanged intel with her fairy roommates, and Victor marches one step closer to his inevitable demise. Suki finds a magical fairy artifact, and I guess it's kind of now her new boyfriend. You know, goodbye, uh, bomb from the pyramid place, and hello, <laughs> Cluviel door. <laughs> uh, she's got to get her jolly somehow, you know? It's got to be really dangerous. That's that's what Suki's into, you know? Uh, I mean, when she touches it and feels like a feeling of warmth, it's probably like, the for everyone else, is like their adrenaline pumping, like, get out, get out, get out. And, and Suki's like, this is nice. Maybe it's one of those uh, lament configurations from Hellraiser. Oh, I bet so. We, she, as soon as oh, she box. turns the box the right way, it's going to yeah. poke her in the finger, and then, you know, everyone around her is going to die. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, things have been uh, weird with Eric. And as far as we can tell, the Cluviel door isn't likely to try and eat her. So maybe this is an upgrade, you know? Yeah. Uh, also, Amelia and Bob came back to town to help with Suki's murderous nemesis, Sandra Pelt. It kind of feels like Suki had that situation buttoned down, though. Uh, but, you know, she probably still appreciates the company. I'm just worried that she's going to get these two killed. Because <laughs> at this point, like, they got out, right? Yeah, they and were out and then pulled they back in. It's one phone call and they're back in the shit. Yep. Mm. I, have some, I have some theories, though, because at several points throughout the series... They talk about how uh, drinking vampire blood is really, really dangerous and like the effects are very unpredictable and it could be, you could take it for years and be fine and then one day you just go crazy. Like you you just never know. Yeah. What if Sookie has been crazy this entire time? Because how often has she drunk vampire blood? Yeah, oh, that's right. She's been rolling those dice a lot of times. Yeah. When's, when's the first time she did it? It was... When she saved Bill in the with the, the chain situation, right? Like in the first n- chapter? No. Didn't she, didn't she get socked or something and he... No, maybe not. No. No, I think that I think it was a little later on, but it was still in the first book. I mean, like, what if Suki is just imagining all this shit? We talked about this before. That Possible, yeah. Maybe she's not actually telepathic. Maybe she just she's just a crazy. Maniac. Yeah. Yeah, but like, maybe what if there aren't even a lot of these supernatural things? Mm, yeah, there are no vampires or fairies. No, there's definitely vampires because the yeah. vampire blood. There's no fairies. Yeah. No werewolves, no no shifters. That would yeah. make about as much sense as some of the stuff that happens. <laughs> that's, that's true. Fair enough. Chapter 8. Sookie accompanies Hunter and Remy to a kindergarten roundup. This is pretty cute, I gotta say. Like, Hunter has very typical kindergartner kinds of questions, you know? Yeah. Uh, but as they're touring, Sookie scans a teacher, and then, like, suddenly, <laughs> she's like, don't let Hunter go to the, the puppy room or whatever, yeah. right? And I, I'm like, I was like, what the hell's going on in the puppy room? Yeah. And then Sookie, like, walks away at first, and it's just like... We're just, we're just going to leave this. We're just going to say, 
As long as Hunter doesn't go there, it's fine. Well, that's well, that's what Sookie does all the time, right? Uh-huh. She's always reading people's thoughts. And I, I was like, she should call the police, right? But what's she going to tell him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The teacher's really mean. But she does go and uh, freak that teacher out and make her promise to get therapy. So hopefully, hopefully she'll follow through on that. Yeah, apparently the teacher was tortured as a kid and now wants to torture other little kids. God, you know what I would do if I were Sookie? Because she's got a lot of free time on her hands. I would like wait outside the school every day, like half hidden behind a tree, like smoking a cigarette and just waiting till the teacher comes out. Just to freak him out every day. Because why not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, telling the teacher to get therapy and then calling it a job done, I'm not sure is, is what, I'd, what I'd go for, you know? Yeah. Um, but Remy's girlfriend, Erin, joins them at the DQ afterwards. I really like her. She seemed nice. Yeah. I hope it works out. Yeah, so, so Sookie gives her kind of the green light, you know? She like, seems, seems to like Hunter, seems to like Remy. Everything's cool, you know? I would have had a lot more questions because Sookie is very cagey about it, as she should be because it's not her secret to tell what's up with Hunter, but like, I would have had so many questions if I was Aaron. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, and, and listeners, by the way, the, uh, the DQ is the Dairy Queen, which is uh, when everybody says Dairy Queen about a, a Texas town, you should, they should be thinking like City Hall. Right, that's it's where of, people yeah. go to gather. Yeah. yeah, it's it's where the the local government sits yeah. at Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah. You can get a blizzard. You can get steak fingers, and you can uh, you know legislate local government stuff. It's, yeah. I mean, it, it really is a one informal way of assessing whether a town is actually a town or not. If it has a Dairy Queen, if it doesn't have a Dairy Queen, it's basically just like a collection of a few dirt houses or something. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably cannibals. Yeah, probably cannibals. Probably. Yeah. Or wear panthers. Or See, wear panthers. Hotshot didn't have a Dairy Queen. That we know of. I mean, but Bon Tom does. I, I mean, probably. I assume. Yeah, it does. Oh, they, they said so? Yeah. Oh, good, it's a real town. Yeah. yeah thank thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried. Uh, I, Thanks I think for catching that. <laughs> I think it's also funny that she assures Aaron that she's not interested in Remy. And I was like, is that a thing? Is this like a Southern thing where it's like your cousin dies so you marry your cousin's well, not ex-husband by blood right? yeah but i mean still why would anyone assume that that'd be like the next logical I mean, you step like right one cousin that means you're, you're probably gonna like the other cousin right they're they're you know they're close similar. enough kissing cousins so they, that's why i call them that <laughs> well she she points out that like he has a job he only has one kid x is out of the picture so like right. that's like a rural Louisiana 10 right there. That's a good yeah. point. And she does have championship tits. Um, she does. As, as, as Bill was kind enough to inform us previously. She talks to Remy. She's a little bothered because Hadley left her entire estate to her rather than giving, leaving it for, you know, her child. But Remy thinks it was to keep Hunter hidden from everyone because if Hadley had left her estate to this random Hunter Savoy kid, people would have been asking questions. That's a fair point. Um, and, and Sookie's like, hey, you want the money? But, but they, they turn it down. Yeah. Yeah. She goes home and she finds that portal in the woods she was looking for. Yeah, it, it is a mail slot. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little mail slot floating in the air. It's, it's funny because when she, she finds Amelia in Bob casting spell, she's like, I'm going to go for a walk in the woods. And I was just like, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what's in those woods, Sookie? Like a lot of bodies and all kinds of monsters. You know? And possibly Sandra Pelt, right? I mean, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point too. Yeah. yeah. No, but she has to go to her little like confessional and crouch next to it and talk into it. <laughs> no, she pokes grass through it first, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> at least she didn't stick her hand through it. Yeah, I, I just I, it feels a little sad, honestly. She's like yeah. sitting there like talking into the void, you know. I kept thinking because in my mind this is a mail slot. It's like she's talking into 
into his mailbox. <laughs> yeah. It's not how it works, Sookie. And meanwhile, someone on the other side is like, why do people put, keep putting grass in here? God damn it. It's like sweeping up the floor. People <laughs> keep putting trash through our mail slot. <laughs> but Amelia and Bob reinforce the wards, and there's dragons? Uh, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. I wonder That's where they are. That's cool. Yeah. Amelia says that she's never met one, but, you know. You don't I mean, want to. You don't want to. Yeah. I want to. No. I know you do. And I mean, if I, if I, I mean, die. shit. Look at your shirt. It has dragons on it. It has dragons on my shirt. That's mm, true. Yeah. That might impress the dragon. Yeah. For an instant before it burns you. <laughs> it's you. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> if I got to die by dragon, I got to die by dragon, you know? Amelia has also found out through Octavia how to break Sookie and Eric's blood bond. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I, I wanted, there's a little side thing here I wanted to point out. So Bob is talking about uh, how he got his job in New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. The person who he replaced uh, abruptly what was upset because New Orleans got so wrecked and abruptly picked up and moved to Miami. And all I could think was, Miami is not the place that's, to go, that's, right? That's, that's like, the same. That's the same. <laughs> like, like, I got some bad news for you. Like there could, there, the, Places are going to be equally underwater in 50 years. Yeah. Oh, bad, bad move, bad move. But but I guess it might have been a nudge from Bob anyway, right? Looks like it. Yeah. He neither confirms nor denies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they know how to break Sookie and Eric's blood bond, and they just do it right away. That was very abrupt. Yeah. I, I mean, on the one hand, I think it's probably the right call. Um, it, it's, it's, ter- it's tricky because like it's, it's great to have an ancient vampire warrior attached to your psychic panic button, right? So mm-hmm. especially for someone like Sookie who finds yourself... The target of attack, what daily, weekly, yeah, regularly, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I guess at this point she can kind of fend for herself. It, it also seems like if you think about it, like Eric shows up just a little bit too late for the last three attacks or something, right? He has to fly from another town. Uh huh. And he, I mean, so he's still alive, so maybe mm-hmm. she doesn't need that psychic panic button. Mm-hmm. But uh, either way, they they decide to do it on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, and they do it right away. It works. Eric is pissed. Yeah, he, he calls her immediately after it happens. Well, yeah, I probably thought she had just died. I mean, that is that is likely at this point, right? Right. Yeah, I like, he's like, Sookie, why didn't you think this through before you did it? As though he's never met Sookie before. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, you're talking to Sookie Stackhouse, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, first I was a little indignant. I was like, you should at least warn this guy. But then she thinks to herself that she didn't warn him because he might try to change your mind. And then I thought, Sookie, this is not a good relationship to be in. Yeah. I mean. It's not healthy. This, yeah. I, I, he, he says something when, when she calls about, like, meaning that she's going to have less protection, that the, the marriage is more like a, a paper thing, but the bond is what really keeps her safe. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that before. No, he didn't, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess he probably should have, right? Yeah. And no one else is aware that the blood bond is broken, like Felipe or or Vmads. I mean, don't know. We wouldn't expect them to know, but I mean, who knows? It seems like we don't know. It seems like we're not being told a lot about the way vampire magic works. So mm-hmm. maybe they can smell the bond or yeah. something. I don't know. I'm totally in favor of this. I think being emotionally bonded to a, a mass murdering creature of the yeah. night is bad, <laughs> and I don't care who. So <laughs> That's a contrast. <laughs> That's a controversial opinion, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad, actually. Just, just hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> People that eat humans are probably someone not you, you, you want to hang out with. That's right. Yeah, yeah wake up, sheeple. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Chapter 9. Eric comes over the next night to talk. Talk. Uh, and they have, quote-unquote, monkey sex on the porch swing. Which is so intense that she has to use an ice pack on yeah. her, quote, Yahoo afterwards. <laughs> her, her uh, what's she called? She called, she called it a Yahoo. She called it a Yahoo Palace. Yeah. 
<laughs> I gotta say, uh, <clears throat> the the monkey sex starts with tearing off your clothes, and I got and and I have to say, uh, as someone who has a lot of personal experience with tearing clothes off, that is like actually pretty dangerous. Like you can get rug burns, all kinds of things tearing off clothes. Yeah, like clothes you know, people. do the math. It's like it's if you're pulling it off, it's being pulled off with the same amount of strength, right? Yeah. Um, so it's it's a lot less uh, fun in practice than 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 people think, you know. Uh, you gotta be careful. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is my PSA about tearing clothes okay. off you. We're gonna move on. <laughs> plus your plus your wife is like really good at like seamstress stuff. So She's good at fixing insult. Yeah, I mean, how, yeah. how do you yeah. think she got good at it? <laughs> <laughs> also, nice. they they have their monkey sex on the porch swing, and that's she, impressive. Well, okay, hold on though. Think about the amount of traffic on Suki's property, right? She has roommates. <laughs> And she's like banging on the front porch. Yeah, it's her house. But when you it, own a house, when you own land, you can do whatever you want with it, including monkey sex on a porch swing. Plus, she told them to stay away for the night. Otherwise, they'll probably get eaten. Yeah, yeah well, I yeah. that's true. But, you know, they don't always yeah. listen. You'll get eaten. Yeah. You'll, you'll see something very, uh, very unforgettable on the porch swing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, um... There is um, a bit here where she does actually talk to Eric about the 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 breaking the blood bond, and he says that the vampires actually have their own ritual for breaking the blood bond. That of course, he could have offered if he had, if he, she had asked. Which I mean, like she didn't ask, right? She never did. She ever even broach the subject with him? No, I don't know if she did. Although he probably knew that she was uneasy with the blood bond because of the blood. Bond. <laughs> That. That's a great point. But yeah, the more direct thing would be to have just told Eric, hey, how do I get out of this? I don't like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, I I think she had to do it this way because the blood bond controls her, right? Mm-hmm. When Eric is around her, she doesn't think straight. Yeah. It, it makes her feel fuzzy bubblies mm-hmm. all the time. So if she had been with Eric, maybe she couldn't have asked him or something. That's a fair point. Yeah. Like it's, it's like she's addicted, right? And her friends, Amelia and Bob, came in and, and gave her the methadone or whatever. She's mm-hmm. never going to want to do un, undo the blood bond when she's being exposed directly to the blood bond. Right, yeah. And, yeah. That, make, yeah. that does make sense. And so the, the question now, she can get the blood bond back anytime she wants. And now we know she's thinking clearly. Well, she's thinking Sookie clearly, right? <laughs> right. But she doesn't want it back. Mm-hmm. So after all that port swing monkey sex, yeah. uh, they, ha- they do actually sit down and have some long... T- some actual talks about important things, right? Yeah. Like they talk about Pam and Miriam, and apparently Pam's blood is the only reason that Miriam is actually st- even still alive. Yeah. It's interesting. Pam has given her blood, but vampire blood can't kill cure illnesses. Which I guess makes sense. I mean, everything we've heard is that it's really about like increasing your vitality or whatever, right? Yeah, or it can heal it can help with wounds, but I guess not illness, yeah. Yeah. Um VMADS is only preventing Pam from turning Miriam because he's an asshole who's trying to get a rise out of Eric. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, this, I swear this guy wants to die, you know? Like, like maybe he's just, like, lived too long and he's just like, I, I just don't want to... Yeah, what's, what is this guy's plan? I'm going to piss this ancient warrior clan off so much that they'll have no choice but to attack me. Yeah. I guess that is his plan. I, I mean, this even after, like, I sent my two best people after them and they just vanished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where he thinks he's going with this. Um, and there's something interesting where Suki straight up asks Eric, why don't you just fight him? And apparently Victor's a better fighter than Eric, which I'm not sure I buy that, right? Like, Eric's an ancient vampire warrior and Victor's like a, a 
admin, right? I mean, like, <laughs> he's like a, a, a car salesman manager. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Do, do we know anything about, like, when Vic, Victor's from? I suppose we don't. I don't. We don't know how old he is. I just, I know that every impression I've had of him is that he's kind of sh- more schmoozy than he, than he is, like, you know, murder. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Eric, Eric thinks that he could possibly lose, and if he did, then Pam and Sookie would just be goners. Right. Yeah, and Victor does not fuck around in some ways. He tells this, excuse me, Eric tells the story of a vampire named Chico who, like, pissed Victor off, and Victor cut out his mother's tongue and fed it to Chico, and Chico got super weak and threw his mother's tongue up, and she bled to death in front of him. Like, Horrible. it's a super gross, fucked up story. Yeah, so I guess the, the moral of that story is don't mess with Victor, but also that also kill Victor. <laughs> also kill Victor because he's like a, a monster, right? Yeah, no kidding. Um, so they go decide they decide they want to go have a chat with this poor vampire's kiss server who uh, dared to help Sookie, right? Yeah. And now he's found himself embroiled in this. And now he's in it. I give him two more chapters. Uh, <laughs> like this this guy's dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also just more vampire bullshit. Felipe de Castro is spread really thin across multiple states right now, so he's pretty vulnerable to some sort of takeover. Yeah. And then let's hear once again hear a mention of Red Rita in Arkansas, and I really want to know who Red Rita is. I really want to know about Red Rita. <laughs> yeah, I agree. that's a great name. Yeah, so they decide they're going to go question Colton further, and really the only other thing that happens is Eric has a new day man who's a werewolf who also hates Victor for some reason. So I want, uh, I want a night man who, who just does chores for me at night. Yeah. yeah, I mean you could probably do that. You could probably hire someone to do that. I, well, I guess I don't want to. Hey, like the whole <laughs> oh, salary. okay. So what you want is a slave, Jeff. Is well, that what you're saying? I would, if wow. I could hold like the prospect of immortality over them, oh, yeah, get I mean, a bunch of work out of them. That's just a familiar, right? Yeah, that's what I want. A familiar. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Day man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also want to point out, speaking of the day man, uh, the, the, the way Eric has found this day man is he comes highly recommended by... <laughs> Bubba, of all people. Now, don't oh, get me wrong. I mean, oh. I love Bubba. Like, both as a concept and as the characters written, I really enjoy Bubba. But he is not the person I would go to for staffing recommendations. No, what does Bubba look for in, in a familiar? He like, knows where all the good cats, cats are, cats. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, this guy, he knows where all the good cats are. Uh, how did he meet this guy? I, that's a great question. Mm, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they follow Colton home to his trailer. Uh, yeah, but... Um, he lives with one of Jason's old high school girlfriends. He has a lot of those floating around, so he doesn't recognize them. Yeah. yeah. Well, so like, the, 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 the narrowing down who Jason slept with in high school is like, you know, come on. Yeah. We do get a tiny bit of a sucky skin. Audrina was not as dumb as she sounded. <laughs> That's about as close as you get to a compliment from sucky skin. Yeah. But uh, they, they, yeah. Uh, Colton's girlfriend asks if Sookie's brother is still single, and Sookie lies about it. Right? Does she? She says, yeah, he's still single, right? Well, I mean, he's not, yeah, he's not married anymore. I mean, he's like in a very serious relationship with uh, that, that. Uh, Yeah, but like how many, how many serious relationships has Sookie probably seen over the years? I guess that's fair. I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't define him as single in this circumstance, right? Uh, They got other things to talk about, but yes, I see where you're coming from for sure. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so they go inside the trailer to question Colton, and it turns out that Colton is Chico's brother, that guy we very conveniently learned about two paragraphs ago. (laughs) Yeah. So it was their mom who was killed. So Colton also really wants Victor to be super dead. Like everyone else. I swear this dude is so fucked. Yeah. Mm. 
I, I, I'm pretty sure that Claude's gonna kill him though. I wonder if there's, is there some other plan that Victor's got by pissing off literally everybody? Is this a situation where Felipe sends in Victor to, to treat everybody like shit? And then, and then he bring that he recalls Victor and everybody says, oh, Felipe is a good king because he recalled that guy we hate. Maybe. Is this like a game that he's running? I mean, it could be uh, if Victor lives that long, you know? Yeah. Or maybe he wants Victor out of there. He's like, you're an asshole. I'm going to send you among some of the most dangerous people I can think of. Mm-hmm. Maybe. He's just like waiting for that phone call. He's like, what? Why is this guy not dead yet? I swear. <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates this guy. <laughs> Chapter 10. Sookie's kind of a, a bit of a butt because Colton says he wants to kill Victor as well. And she's like, oh, everybody wants to kill Victor and nobody's doing anything about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, she really kicks things off, doesn't she? Yeah. Yep. Everyone meet at my house and let's make this thing happen. Yep, they're going to meet up with Pam. Uh, she spends the night at Eric's and then the next day she returns home. To find... <laughs> <laughs> Well, she, so she grabs a sausage biscuit on her way home and finds a different kind of sausage biscuit in her bed. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I mean, like, what the actual fuck, right? This is so Alcide is naked in her bed. Yeah, she comes into her house and Alcide is in her bed, butt ass naked. Yeah, and and la- to be clear, last time we saw Alcide, he he ambushed and drugged Sookie and made her run a werewolf trial. Like, you are not in good graces. What what did yeah. he think was gonna? What did, how, how do you think this how was gonna go? Possibly think this was gonna this was gonna be a good play. I, yeah, and if you're gonna be in Sookie's room, you're gonna be in the chair. <laughs> That's probably. right. There's a chair for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a procedure here, Elsie. <laughs> and Sookie actually sits down in the chair because she's like so confused. She's like, wait, no, it's supposed to be the other way around. Whatever, I'm in the chair now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was let in by Claude. He thinks that she and Eric broke up. Janelin suggested it to Elsie to quote bring her into the pack. Um, and Amelia conveniently showed up at out at a bar where Alcide was, telling her about breaking the blood bond. Yeah, I uh, I guess this is like Sookie's version of a dude sliding into her DMs, right? Like when your <laughs> Facebook relationship status changes to like it's complicated, suddenly a bunch of guys start DMing you, and you know, except for her, she doesn't have Facebook, so they just slide they into her slide bed. Into her bed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I heard you and Eric broke up. I'm so sorry. You want some dick? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, so it's, it's all part of. All of Sookie's friends trying to find her a new man because they, they think maybe she's splitting up with Eric. Yeah. It, it's honestly like a really awkward conversation. For, you know, like Sookie initially shuts him down way more politely than he deserves. Holy shit, yes. Um, but like... Like I think that maybe the the conversation should have involved that shotgun that she's got yeah. by the door. I gotta I got be honest. If I were Alcide in this situation, I would be mortified, right? Like yeah. he thought like, oh, she's going to really go for this. And she's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? I, I would have, like, I'd be like, I'm going to get out of here, you know? Yeah. Uh, so weird. But no, he, he even kind of drags it out. And, and he's like, well, you know, just to be clear, if you wanted to. And she's like, I get it. Get the fuck out, you know? <laughs> and he and she also gets him to admit that, yeah, he still doesn't have a shaman. So. Uh-huh. Because he is so manipulative. I know. This guy sucks. He does. I, used, I remember I used to like this guy. Mm-hmm. He's changed. We liked him for like a minute at the beginning, and then he just turned into a totally dick bag. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that is just so weird. And like, it's the thing that really gets me is it's early morning. Like, I'm not going to show up at somebody's house at 8 a.m. to try to, you know, get frisky right, with right. them. Yeah, did he? I guess he slept there. 
I guess. I guess. there all night? Just waiting? Because that's a pretty big hint, too, that maybe she's not broken up. She's <laughs> yeah. not coming home at night. He's like, huh, shit, it's weird. Oh, she must have slept over at Eric's. But, I mean, you know, like, when she gets home. This yeah. is so crazily over the line that it actually stands out in the book, in these books to me. Like, no, nobody would do this, right? Yeah. I guess he was egged on by, like, everyone she knows, right? Like, yeah. first by Jan Lim. I mean, she and has then, a cell phone now, right? He could have uh, texted her. Send, just send her a dick pic like everyone else, right? <laughs> right like a grown man. It'll st- <laughs> it'd still be unsolicited and therefore unwelcome, but at least yeah. it wouldn't be in like in her bed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, he finally leaves. Finally, and after he does, Eric's new day man arrives, Mustafa Khan. Mustafa Khan and his his friend Warren. His yeah, his little sidekick Warren. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so he takes the opportunity to try and get a reading on him. Um, he's like really prickly, right? Yeah, yeah. he is. Um, but he doesn't seem to give off any immediate red flags, so Sookie's like, all right, we're good for now. Yeah. Uh, she goes back he, inside. He does say that uh, his given name is Keyshawn Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I take it that he played a wide receiver for the Jets and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, probably. Had a good, like, 11-year career, right? Yeah. Was, that, was, that, was that seriously yeah, Keyshawn an Johnson. NFL player's name? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a, a journeyman player, you know, good, not great, but uh, had a good career. You know, he yeah. had to move on. He had to do something else. Yeah, and after that, right? Yeah, I became Eric Stateman. familiar or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, they do say that wares are really good at sports. Well, well that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. He's an excellent athlete, yeah. Oh, cool. Good job, Charlene Harris. <laughs> She goes back inside and shoes out Amelia and Claude and tells everybody to GTFO. I cannot blame her one bit. Like, if someone... Okay. If someone did this to me, I'd be furious, right? Like, like this is a huge breach of trust. But for someone like Sookie, who has, like, half a dozen people on any given day trying to kill her, letting some random... Having some random person in her bed, like, they don't know if Alcide's trying to kill her at this point, right? Yeah. Like, this is fucked up, you know? Uh, I'm reminded of the time when Amelia gave... Was it Dermot? Who she gave a whole bunch of details about Suki's life when he was stalking her. Yeah, yeah. when he was still crazy. I mm. guess that's Amelia's thing, though, right? If she's an oversharer. Yeah. She tells everybody everything. But still, yeah. GTFO. Everybody. Yep. Sure am glad that she knows about the Cluvial door now. Oh, that's oh, right. Well, well, I guess everybody in Bon Tom knows about it now. Wait, does she? Amelia knows it. I'm trying to remember. Did she, she actually tell her about it? She, I don't know if she does, but she sent her that really... Cryptic email. Email, yeah. yeah. About CDs. About I've been researching certificates of deposits. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I understand it's good that you, you came into some money. You want to learn about investments. This is maybe not the way you want to go, but hey, you know, it's like it's good that you're thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. It makes me a little sad because I was kind of enjoying Sookie's, like, happy home that she had with, like, her cousins there working on the house and her buddy Amelia and Bob the cat who <laughs> may or may not have sired some kittens in the woods. Yeah, I wonder if he went and checked on them. You know, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Bubba's back. Yeah. Oh, oh my shit. God. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Bob's kids are going to die. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the happy home, you know, they're, they're, you know, she comes in and they're all making breakfast and she can just sit and have coffee with them. Yeah. I, I, nice. I agree. That by was, herself. That was yeah. nice, but, but, uh, yeah, it sucks when you can't trust those people, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but... Dermot stays. Dermot does stay, yeah. He's he's the only one who lingers after Suki's big booting. And when he kind of explains why, it, it made me feel kind of bad for him, right? Like, he yeah. doesn't have anything in, left in his life. and Yes. And I guess he wasn't one of the ones involved in the whole Alcide thing. Not directly, you know? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's very depressed. He does let it drop that Claude has some sort of agenda, but he won't say what. And I was like... Sookie, why did you drop this? Like, you literally hold all the cards right now. 
Like, yeah. if you want to stay, you got to talk to me about this. You yeah, know? exactly. I think that it would be a reasonable thing to ask. But no. She allows him to stay and keep renovating. He says how much he loves the house, and she is sure that it's the Cluvial door that has attracted the fairies. Yeah, that seems mm. seems very likely. E- even if they are not aware that it is there. Which I am not sure I believe uh, necessarily. I, I still don't trust that Claude doesn't know it's there somehow, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, Jason shows up, and they start talking about renovations, and it's really cute. Yeah, that was nice. Except they, they, they're... Yeah, Dermot and Jason, like, they bro out over yeah. home improvement. And they're almost identical, so I'm sure it's a little weird, like, talking to a mirror or something. I think that probably it's Jason's favorite person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I really like this guy for reasons I can't possibly explain. <laughs> he looks like that man I see in the mirror all the time. <laughs> Chapter 11. She thinks about telling Sam about Jan- what Janelyn did in sending Elsie to her bed, but decides it's between her and Janelyn. So oh. Janelyn is now on Sookie's shit list. Yeah. Sookie's, That's not going to work out for you, Janelyn. Like, of Sookie's enemies, I think they've all ended up either dead or brainwiped by a witch. And Sookie just kicked her witch out. So <laughs> <laughs> things aren't looking good for Janelyn. And yeah. she's all out of bubblegum. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. She's coming home from work on a dark and stormy night. And she gets to her house, realizes something's wrong, tries to leave, but is blocked by a tree across her driveway. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, this is, I think, the very first time Sookie has shown any kind of a sense of self-preservation, right? Like, uh-huh. she sees the back door and she's like, I'm going to I'm gonna try and leave. And, it, and, and then, there's a, then there's a trap. So yeah. she and, tried, you know? She's like, well, this is why I never leave. <laughs> <laughs> never works out anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so when she tries to get out, someone rushes her from the woods and she, like, blasts them with her grocery bag and runs. I, like... She's going down a checklist of the things that could be could be attacking her, and she like eventually lands on humans, but she doesn't actually like yeah. narrow it down actually that much, right? Her reasoning is like it's not vampires because you know whatever. I'd already be dead. I'd already be dead. Uh, it's and it, her reasoning is it can't be werewolves because they could track me super easily and they're gonna kill me anyway. So I'm just gonna assume it's not werewolves. And at least humans, but like among the humans, it's like. Fellowship of the Sun, that one FBI guy, any local like bigots, right? More like, Sandra Pelt types. More Sandra Pelt, like, yeah, the biker assassins or whatever. Yeah. Like, it doesn't narrow it down saying it's humans, right? No. Yeah. So she, she, yeah, she runs through the woods and through the cemetery to Bill's house. Where she immediately strips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure I track this logic very well. She's like, if I strip off all my clothes, I won't drip as much. Sure. Because it's because it's raining. Yeah, but th- does she need to take off all her clothes for that? I don't think so. I think you'd leave on your underwear. I would at least like yeah, bra and panties. Like uh, probably maybe mm-hmm. a shirt. Like I mean I don't know. It just feels like n- unnecessary. Her, her hair's got to be soaked too anyway. Yeah, right? her yeah. hair's got to be dripping more than anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like I shave my head. No, no water dripping. This okay. Yeah. So she gets naked, goes into Bill's house, uh-huh. and crawls into his grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, the bad guys search through the house. Bill's asleep because he's a vampire. She thinks about how maybe it's time for a change in her life. Yeah, she likes her <laughs> naked with Bill, who's also naked. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. this whole scene is weird. <laughs> it Why is does this weird. happen like this? I, 
He wakes up long enough just to notice that she's naked and then passes back out again. Also, do you remember the last time she was trapped in a small dark place with Bill when he woke I up? I did he think about that. He raped her and uh-huh. almost killed her. Yeah. Uh-huh. I did remember that, yes. Controllable vampire savagery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, in that case, he had been, like, tortured and he was starving. So he wasn't entirely in his right mind, but he's still a vampire. And this yeah. is not, like this is when he's not all the way there, when he's first waking up. Yeah, yeah he's like, tasty snack. Yep. It seems like a terrible idea. When he was in there, she should have gotten out and gone to one of his other hiding holes or something i don't know i i agree yeah yeah this honestly this and the alcide thing felt like sort of salacious random events yeah like alcide there's alcide and he's naked for some reason in her bed that's like kind of saucy or whatever but it doesn't make any sense yeah sort of outlandish and and surprising thing to happen and then and then she has to get naked and hang out with bill who's also (laughs) naked yeah, Why? it was weird. Yeah, I just yeah. I, I guess. feel like there's a lot of other decisions she could have made other than run to Bill's house and get naked and crawl in with him. I mean, this is just what she's into, right? I, I guess it is. It, yeah. It's not explained at all. It feels to me like feels to me like Charlene Harris, which just wanted to write uh, salacious scenes. You know, yeah, it could be. Yeah, uh, the attackers come into the house and start searching, and she she I guess she hears that their names are Kelvin and Hod, and they are paid to capture her and bring her in by someone, but she doesn't know who know who. And again. That doesn't narrow it down much, right? Like, <laughs> I can think of, you know, probably like three or four different people or groups who would probably, you know, fall yeah. in that category, right? Yeah. My money's still on Sandra Pelt. I mean, that seems likely, but, you know. I feel, that feels like... Do you like, think she's had time to hire people? That feels like a, a red herring to me because she hired the last group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're supposed to think that it's Sandra Pelt, but it, it probably could be Victor, you know? Uh, Victor seems likely, but why would he send humans? Well, because he sent his best vampires and it didn't do anything. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> it's like, go the opposite direction. Touche, yeah. Get a couple of dum-dum humans. I mean, yeah, maybe he thinks that he, she's protected by vampires, so if he sends people during the day, she won't be protected. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. I mean, that makes more sense. That does make sense, yeah. Yeah. But they, she hears them talking and they hurt Dermot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor guy. Bill wakes up, almost gives them away. He has evening wood? I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the men leave and they return to Sookie's house. Dermot. Hold, hold on. Before they leave, F- Bill accuses her of having orchestrated the whole thing just to come be naked in his house. And Sookie laughs it off. But like, I was like, is this an admission? Is this accusation an admission? Did Bill hire these people to have Sookie oh, come into his oh house? Oh my God. Because yeah. oh. that's definitely something Bill would do. He's I, like I, was of, think, I was thinking like, this is how Bill thinks. You know, this, yeah. is, this is evidence of how vampires think. Charlene Harris left out the part where one of the guys loudly says, I sure hope she doesn't go to Vampire Bill's house. We'd never find her there. <laughs> yeah, and she took she took off all her clothes and then crawled into his little... We wouldn't be able to follow her, her wetness. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, yeah. maybe, yeah. Bill probably, like, she says it was really hard to find the little hidey hole, but he, there was probably, like, so, subtle yeah. signs or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like a little arrow pointing to yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, as you mentioned, they, they go back to Sookie's house and find that Dermot's, Dermot has been injured by a blow to the head, and Bill nearly loses his shit. Yeah. Uh, another reason not to roll with vampires, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and just as she's kind of like trying to decide whether you call an ambulance for this situation, which is a fair question, right? Like, if you give a fairy a blood transfusion, does that kill them? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Dermot comes to and uh, comments on Sookie's choice of attire because at this point she is wearing uh, Bill's tablecloth, I believe. Bill's <laughs> yeah. Aunt Edwina's. So this is a 200 year old uh, like shawl or something That's that right, he's yeah. using as a tablecloth. That's yeah. right. 
Excellent. Yes. And that's where we end. Yeah. Anything else? A lot uh, of action. A lot of action. That's right. And I, I still have no idea who these guys are. Um, and, you know, we're getting pretty close to the end of the book here. And Victor's not dead yet. If he survives the end of the book, I'll be very surprised. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be finishing Dead Reckoning with chapters 12 through 17. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bennett Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Michael Sparkman. That's all I have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your armadillos at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night. night. Okay. okay.